Wow. wow. <laughs> hey, y'all, welcome to Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. We're your host, Diamond and Silk and Silk on Silk. Diamond on Diamond. Okay, so Silk, what a long day. Yes. Uh, before we even get started with the nitty gritty, I want you all to stop. Stop. Right now, and I want you to share this broadcast, yes. share this podcast, share Frank's speech, share Lindell TV. I always say that sharing is caring, and if you care about America. If you care. If you care about your own livelihood. Uh-huh. If you care about the midterm elections. Yes. You would share. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know that we have people walking around here that's woke, but we need, we need people to become or be awakened, awakened. to what's going on. Yes. All of the foolery, all of the hoopla, and not be distracted. Mm -hmm. Not be distracted by it that's but right. go to the polls and make sure you vote that's so right. before we even get started into all of that share on all platforms mm -hmm. again sharing is caring yes shout out to everyone that's watching us over there on ghetto hey, we love you all shout out to everybody that's watching us on rumble mm -hmm. shout out to everybody that's watching us on roku mm -hmm. and cta tv and shout out to rsbn that's also uh, streaming our content. And we have other affiliates that's going to be coming on coming board on as well. Board. And listen, I love mm -hmm. that I don't have a problem with people taking our content and sharing it. No, we don't. Because mm -hmm. we need more people to hear that's right. what's going on in our country. Mm -hmm. You can't sit up in a country mm -hmm. and not know what's going not on. What's going you're on. not Listen, the stuff is so nefarious. Furious yes, that you're not gonna be able to hide in the corner from this mm -hmm. and you're not gonna be able to lie down and think somebody's gonna fight your battle That's right. You got to get up and fight your own battles when it comes to the tyranny that's happening at, or, or, or what they're trying to push on the American people lives. That's right. Uh, you have to stand up and say no Say no to what you don't want. That's right. But when you don't participate in the election because you're upset about this or upset Come about on. that. Yeah. You you you're giving up you 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 you're not saying no to what you don't want. You saying yes it's okay. Uh, you right. going along with what they're saying. That's right. That's why I was saying earlier. If you don't vote in this election, then what happened is your body may not be there to physically vote, but your name may be somewhere in the midst of all mm -hmm. of this right here where somebody done took it and voted on your behalf right. and you not even know it. And if it affects you and impacts you, uh -huh. especially in such a drastic, nasty way, uh -huh. then you need to get out and vote. That's right. Do not become the creator of your own demise. Mm -hmm. You become the creator of your own demise mm -hmm. by acting like, ain't none of this happening, or I don't have to go to the polls. No, we need you to get out and go to the polls, and we need you to vote. That's right. We need you to go vote, go vote, go vote like your life depended, depended on it. Yes. So please... Make sure that you do that. Mm -hmm. Now, Silk, mm -hmm. we... Oh, one more thing. Frank Social and the Frank Speech app. Yes. If you have not downloaded it, please make sure you download it. Uh-huh. Download the Frank Social and Frank Speech app. It's right in your app store. It's absolutely free. And one more thing. The holidays are coming up. Do you know the holidays are upon us already? Oh, Jesus. Please, yes. y'all. I want you to go over there to MyPillow.com. Mm -hmm. Use promo code TRUMP1 to receive up. To 66% off your entire purchase. Mm -hmm. Towels, pillows, sheets, blankets. All over there. You can get them at a nice price. Especially when you use that promo code Trump1. So head over there to MyPillow.com And I don't do want that. you to get off your span on what you've been doing all week when you do your shout out to your men. Uh -huh. Oh, thank you so much. You're very Shout welcome. out to our men. I just want to let you know yes. that it really feels so humbly mm -hmm. uh, uh, uh what word? Let me see what word I'm trying to use. Amazing. I just feel uh, amazing. That's yes. a word, a great word. I feel amazing when I see you stand up in your masculinity. Yes. I want you to know that I'm turned on yes. by your masculinity. masculinity. And it don't mean I'm trying to do something crazy or anything right. like that. Right. It's just that because it allows me to stand or us to stand in our femininity. femininity. So thank you all to all of our men that's standing up. We have uh, some great men that we're going to be talking to tonight. Yes. And we have a congresswoman that we're going to be uh, talking to tonight. Now, say whatever you want to say mm -hmm. about anybody. That's right. But my thing is, I need true patriots that love the country. Come on, girl. And this first man, he is a fighter for the country. He is a fighter for our constitutional republic. Yes. Steve Bannon, we yes. are about to talk to him. And I want y'all to just sit back, 
Go Maybe go that's... get you go get your coffee cup. Have you some my coffee? Uh -huh. <laughs> and listen to these interviews because we had the most amazing, intimate, and interesting conversation. Yes. You all take a look at this. He's an American media executive, host of the War Room Political Strategist, and a patriot fighting for our constitutional republic. Please welcome to the show the great Steve Bannon. Steve. Steve. Thank you. By the way, and I, I finally arrived. <laughs> I finally arrived. I was going to. Hey, I didn't want to say anything. Not that my feelings were hurt, but I finally arrived. And I'm, I'm, I'm on Diamond and Silk, the oh. show, my favorite show, uh, that has got so much insight, and you guys are incredible. One thing I don't think people understand uh, the uh, that Trump would not have been elected in '16 unless you guys were such an amazing, active part of the campaign. Oh. I mean, we we went. To so many stops, you guys were there uh, mm -hmm. as an opening, not just an opening act, but going out in the community, uh, working on votes. And uh, and I think two things, getting people actually to go to the polls and vote for Trump, mm -hmm. but it's importantly having a lot of people say, you know what, I'm not ready to pull the trigger for Trump, but I'm not going to, I can't do it for Hillary Clinton and the Clinton machine anymore, which was huge. It, it really, yeah. In Philadelphia and other places, it's, it, it's the reason we won Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin was the work of you guys that was so important. No, because those, those marks so thin, you go back and look at the votes and tally what you guys had accomplished, it was extraordinary. So I think you've never gotten the, um, the recognition of, of uh, your meaning to the 16 campaign and to the razor thin way. You know, we had a huge win in Electoral College, but it was razor thin as far as those states. You, if we had not had you two with your shoulder to the wheel the entire time, it would never have happened. So, wow, incredible. Uh, thank oh. you for all, thank you for that, really. Thank you <laughs> so much. Thank okay, you. Okay, so let's jump into this conversation. Wow. I don't want to talk about how the left tried to vilify you and paint you into something because I think that's merely a distraction. It's a distraction. But my question to you, and I want you to tell our audience, how important is this 2022 midterm election? How important is this? Because we always hear this is the most important election of our yeah. lives, but we're seeing the destruction of our country before our eyes. Please let them know how important this is. Well, look, you guys know more better than, than most uh, how divine providence worked in the 2016 campaign. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys were there. We, we had a plane we had a man of uh, a, a true patriot that had given up his life to come back and do this, the greatest candidate since Reagan. We had, um, we had the ideas that were still being formed in, these kind of populist nationalist ideas. Uh, and we had very little money. And we had uh, a handful of people like yourselves and Rudy Giuliani and General Flynn and General Kellogg, as you remember, uh, you were on yeah. the plane or meetings at the, so we had a handful of people. It self-organized how people came to that message. But it was divine providence. And I tell people, you know, Donald Trump's a very imperfect instrument, as, as Diamond Silk are, as I am. Uh, you know, if you believe in the Judeo-Christian West, you know about the descent of man and the fall of man. And Trump's not particularly churchy, but God worked through him. And because God, yeah. works, God works on earth through human agency. And, uh, and, 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 and so that was providential. And, and everything that we fought for against the administrative state and the deep state and all those huge struggles of the first term, historic. You then see 2020, the big steal yeah. was also the the big steal was also providential. You know, we're not to question God's will, and here's why: because before, because I come from, I, you know, I'm from the South, and I come from a Southern Democratic Irish working class family. Mm -hmm. We, I was born into that. As all my family were, you just born as a Democrat, as most of the African Americans in the South. Yeah. It, you don't question it; it's just your birth. You you're in a Democratic family, and when I was raised. It was like a mortal sin to even think about voting for Republican. But yeah. what we saw in 2020, the big steal, this is not our father's and grandfather's Democratic Party. This no. is a radical, radical, radical. And it's not just what they did in the economy, not just Afghanistan, not the invasion of the southern border. As radical as all that is, you really see it and understand that we're not dealing with the same people that we always dealt with or negotiated with or across the table with or won elections every couple of years. What they've done to attack the American family in, this, in the foundational mm. element of the Judeo-Christian West by weaponizing the children, right? And all this, yeah. all this LGBT, and, and, and I keep telling people the two most conservative groups in the country by demographic are African-Americans and Hispanics. Those family structures 
are enormously conservative. And I come from the South and I, and I live in a black neighbor. I was raised in a black neighborhood. My parent, my dad just before he passed away, we same house we've had since the 1950s. Those people are socially very conservative. Mm. So that 2020 was also providential. Mm -hmm. That gets us now to 2022. This is, I can tell you, as a midterm election, this is the most important midterm in since the early days of the Civil War. Mm. Yes. And remember, up until 1862, up until the Battle of Antietam, and then the midterm election right afterwards, they were all talking about a negotiated deal with the South. Most of the generals, McClellan's guys, were Democrats. That's why they never could figure out why weren't they taking the heat to, to this Confederacy. It was after that. After the midterm elections, the Emancipation Proclamation, mm -hmm. right, 1863, the, the war was taken to another level. That's why we have the United States. You've got to go back to 1862. And I would actually argue that this midterm election is actually more important than 1862. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right now, this is a more <clears throat> as radical as that was splitting the country. This is actually more radical because now they want to change the entire country. Right. Take it away from the foundational elements of the Judeo-Christian West. And so yeah. it's all on the table right now. And anybody that can't see that has been asleep. I think you've seen a massive awakening over the oh, last yeah. years. The other thing I want to say before I turn it back over to you guys is that if you remember on January uh, 20th of 2021, we had nothing. Everybody had left the city, had left D.C. Mm -hmm. they, had they had Wall Street. They had the big corporations. They had the tech oligarchs had just thrown Trump off Twitter and Facebook. They had the banks. They had Hollywood. They had the Uniparty. had most of the establishment Republicans that all cratered mm -hmm. and all running for the hills. We had nothing. Yeah. If we deliver this in 12 days, this will be the greatest political turnaround in the history of this nation. This will be even greater than the 16 campaign. So it's all on the line. And here's the beauty. It doesn't depend upon anybody except you and what's in your audience and the people in your audience. This is all for us to grasp. We have a unique opportunity we'll never have again to destroy the Democratic Party as a national political institution from school boards all the way up to the House and the Senate. And it's the deplorables and the MAGA movement that can and will do it if we deliver in the next 12 days. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. You know, when you say that about destroying the Democrat Party, I remember uh, we was at an event, uh, I think it was back in 2020, I believe. Uh, and somebody asked us, you know, Diamond and Silk, you know, when this is over in 2020, what do you plan on doing? And I said, I want to destroy the Democrat Party like they destroyed the, the Black community in this country. And now when I hear you say that, I'm like, I got somebody that's seconding my, my motion of destroying this particular party that do not care about we, the American people, yeah. or America at all. Right. Uh -huh. uh, Steve, we see a lot of shenanigans are starting to pop up in the media. Yeah. I'm telling people not to get distracted because me, I'm, I, I like to get bothered about it real quick. But <laughs> I don't want people to get distracted, stay in the course and go vote. Now, why is it important for us to vote on the day of the election if you can do that? This is, okay, this is the big controversy in the MAGA movement, and I tell everybody, get the information and make your own decision. The two, okay. schools, of thought, the two schools of thought are you had the Mike Lindell, the machine people, and the people that said, hey, if you vote early, even if you vote early in person, it's going to allow the secretaries of state to work the algorithm so they know how many votes they have to steal on election day, and it just makes it easier for them to pre-prep of what they're going to do. The other school of thought is that, hey, people are busy, people got things to do, and we can't uh, not think about, they'll try to pull something on election day to make it like a four-hour line in Arizona or a three-and-a-half-hour line in Georgia where people just can't stay there. So it's better to bank it. What I say is that everybody has to own their own vote and you have to own the way you're going to do it. Okay. People individually have to make that decision. They're very powerful arguments in both cases. I do think, and I'm very concerned about the second argument to see what these people come up with. And here's the reason. In the Democratic Party has been around since the founding of the nation. Right. right? The mm -hmm. Republican Party hasn't been. And particularly the new Trump Republican Party, I would actually argue is only five or six years old. This working class, a multi-ethnic party is, is a brand new creation. That's why the establishment mm -hmm. hates us so much. The Democratic Party has a long lineage. The one thing I can tell you about the Democratic Party, they know power. And they see right now this sweeping victory we could have 
they may not have power for a decade or a generation. They could, we could end up with 50 or 60 seats in the House. That would make it like 272 to 150, 160. Mm -hmm. They would be a decade away from getting power back in the House, maybe 10 or 20 years from the Senate, given the types of numbers we could put up. Understand these power mongers. And if you want to know they know power, they have destroyed the black community in this nation. Yeah. And they're well on their way to try to destroy the Hispanic in their country and the white working class yeah. for their own power and own gratification. And by the way, they have people in the black community, in the Hispanic community, and in the white working class community that have all worked for them. Why? Yeah. Because they have the power. Just look at the black congressional caucus and the power that those, those guys have, men and women, are all about to be swept away. Mm -hmm. They are gonna, There is nothing they won't try to pull to try to hold power in the next 10 days. They understand that, that, their, their, that their power as a national political institution is on the line, and they're going to strike back in any way possible. That's why I would say, don't think it's beyond them to have some sort of big-time, shenanigans is too nice a word, but big-time issues come up to make election day itself very, very difficult. So after I say just everybody, you've got to own your vote. You have to own 10 people around you's vote to make sure they own it. They have to do another yeah. 10. Right now, it's all get out the vote. But you also have to worry about, because remember, in 16, we won and we closed. Right. That's right. Remember, remember, you. remember you guys are there. Michigan, Wisconsin, uh, you know, was 10,000 votes one place, 20,000 the other. Uh, all of all of the uh, of Pennsylvania was 42,000 votes, but we closed mm -hmm. at the lawyers ready. We knew what we were doing. Yes, we right. the deal. If you don't close, it doesn't matter. Right. It's like winning something, but not closing the deal in 2020. We won. There's no doubt that we won. The 74 million votes is unbelievable. I mean, what the turn of the votes and what people did is unbelievable. But Biden didn't get anyone. Maybe it's a joke. We didn't close. And that's why Trump's in Mar-a-Lago. And the Biden regime is at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. We have to both win and we have to close. And the close we've already seen in Philadelphia. We've already seen in in um, in um, in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. This is the other thing I want to do before we go to the next question: is that this shows you how callous and craven the Democrats are, and how they don't care about black people. Are they, no. they, they take these cities that are predominantly African American, that the lives of the citizens in there are terrible. That on the crime, the economy, the education, the healthcare. Where is it worse in these big cities? In Atlanta, in Philadelphia, in Milwaukee, in Detroit. Oh, did I just name some random cities that were part of the big steal? Yes, because what did they do? They once again jeopardized the black community by stealing it with the mail-in votes in those areas because they don't care if African Americans get blamed for anything. They don't care, but they care less. And you say, well, how could you say that, Steve? I say, just go look at these cities. I come from Richmond, Virginia. In Richmond, Virginia, the black communities in Richmond, Virginia are, are, are destitute because of the simple reason the black political machine that's a Democratic machine in the city of Richmond run by whites do not care at all for the real condition of the black working class. That's mm -hmm. why they have the worst education. That's why they have mm -hmm. the worst care. That's why they're, they're the victims of all the crime. The hardworking people that got to go to work every day, it, it's like they're, they're, they're feasted on by these drug dealers and the, and the crime. They came, and, they came and have any time away to think about their kids because the kids' schools they go to, all these drug dealers are in there. Once, you know, on every indice of what it is to live in civic society, these cities are the worst. And here's what's getting worse. The mm -hmm. craziness of Soros and these DAs yeah. not prosecute crime is unbelievable. In New York That's City, right. it's a it's a minority community that is the victims. And all you have right. to do is live in a black neighborhood to see how hardworking African Americans that get up and go to work every day and just want their kids educated, just want decent health care that they can go to in a hospital, but don't want to be the victims of crime. And not just the victims, but preyed on psychologically right. that they can't enjoy themselves. They can't Absolutely. walk in their neighborhood. They can't go hang out. The kids can't run around and play. Why? Because it's drug infested and crime infested. But, but, but Steve, in a lot of these different uh, states that you're speaking of and cities that you're speaking of, a lot of them are ran by black people. Right. So they can't blame the white man. Right. Because a lot of the black mayors or, or, or whomever, they're black people. Uh -huh. And in a lot of these cities and states, I see that the rats are as big as cats running around there. They don't even have enough common sense to purchase decon to kill the rodents. It's, it's really ridiculous. Um, but I do want to circle back around to something that you said earlier. One thing that Diamond and Silk, we've been telling everybody, we have to overvote the cheat, okay? We know the cheat is given, but we have to overvote the cheat. But my question to you, sir, is this. 
where is our Supreme Court justices? Where is our uh, 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 yeah, because when I see a lot of these, the nefarious things that's going on as it pertains to fraudulent activities that's taking place in a lot of these elections and the pre-fraudulent activities that I see taking place now, who comes and make this here wrong right whenever the law says this specific, but they ignore what the judge say and do their thing and they continue to, to cheat? Courage is contagious. Mm-hmm. Right, and courage is the most important of all the other virtues because it's upon courage that all the other virtues rest. Right, the mm-hmm. Bible teaches this. This is why uh, you guys at the forefront of this to be conservatives and African American, you've you've gotten it, you've gotten hit by everybody on the left. That's where this awakening in the black community we're seeing it, but it doesn't come easy. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys are attacked nonstop. Here's the problem in the court system. You can see the Supreme Court; they're intimidated, they're afraid. Mm-hmm. They're afraid. That's why they won't step into these elections. No one is going to come to save us. No one. Mm-hmm. Right. We've been saved once by Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That there's no cavalry that's going to arrive. We are the cavalry. We are. We are the cavalry. Yes. We are going to save ourselves and save the nation in the process. Mm-hmm. There's no uh, no sugar daddy. There's no great white hope that's going to come in here. The <laughs> court system you just mentioned are intimidated. They're intimidated. That's why they're not going to step in here. But we can do this ourselves. What I mean, you have to outvote the algorithm. You have to outvote the money. You have to outvote the, uh, the, the corruption and the stealing. Because Democrats, they can't steal, they can't win. They know that. They know we know that. Then, at the same time, you also have to be a major part. You, what you have to do is you have to also be part of the solution. Part of the solution is that you've got to get engaged. You've got to get involved. Yes. Not stop. In, in voter protection and, and voter security and voter integrity. That's why you've got to go join one of these groups. You have to be a poll worker. You have to be a poll watch. You have to be an election official. You have to be canvassing. Mm-hmm. You have to do one of it. We don't have the ability, we don't have the, uh, the luxury of people just being passive uh, in, in watching Diamond and Silk or watching War Room and saying and screaming at the TV. We need, this is a populist move. We need everybody engaged, not just to get out the vote, but also to seal the deal and sealing That's the deal is voter integrity. By the way, you will see more aggressive this time because we are more awake in 2020. I don't want to point fingers and in, in whether it's the RNC or the campaign, but let's just say this. We didn't close on a massive victory. Right. We will not let that happen this time. You're seeing it in Pennsylvania today. You're seeing it in other places. You're seeing it out in Arizona where all of a sudden all the left is all over the people watching the boxes. We don't care what the left says. We're playing by the rules. We're mm-hmm. going to enforce the rules. And if they don't like it, they can shove it. Because right okay. now, this is all about closing on the deal. Closing on the deal. I love it. You got another question? I do, but go ahead. Go on, go, 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 go. Okay. Go. Uh, real quick, it was some one thing that I had tweeted out. I said the Democrats love selecting empty vessels they can easily control. And so when I was watching your uh, program the other day, and you was talking about a malfunction of Fetterman, <laughs> man, machine merger is basically what you were talking about can you just expound on that of uh, just a little bit because when i when i saw a little bit of everything that was going on between Fetterman and dr oz i was like this is sad I, I can't even laugh at it this is very very sad and uh i think that somebody should you know sit somebody aside and say well maybe not right now you might need to recover but you when you mentioned that about man machine merger I'm like, okay, I, I just want you to just expound upon that for the audience so we can understand what you're, what you're really trying to say to us. Well, one, one, of the th- one of the things we do, we hired an editor two years ago to focus on this concept called transhumanism. Mm-hmm. You have a convergence now of advanced chip design, robotics, artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and biotechnology, CRISPR, right? The, 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 the manipulation of the gene structure of DNA of basically the source of, uh, of God's creation. Right. Yeah. And uh, you saw that in the vaccine. There's a little, there's a bunch of this in the vaccine, but you have the merger of all these technologies at one time onto a point. That point is called the singularity. Mm-hmm. On this side of that point is Homo sapiens, is is the is God's creation as defined in the Bible and you know for for many millions of years. Uh, so you have Homo sapien made in the image and likeness of God, in, in, inspired by the breath of the Holy Spirit. And on the other side of that, you have homo sapien plus or you have enhanced man you have something that's not the original creation 
It's mm -hmm. a thing that man has gotten in and created. And we are massively, we spend a lot of time on this. And part of that is the, is the merger of man and actually machine, the computer. What you see in Fetterman and why Fetterman's so dangerous, and, and Fetterman as a concept is dangerous, is here he had a stroke. Now, mm -hmm. could he taken care of himself better? Wait, let's just leave that aside. He can't help the fact that he had a stroke. But, right. right? And, but what we know, and the doctor said last night on CNN, he had a major stroke. In fact, Fetterman's admitted that he won't release his medical records. But what you saw the other night is we've been tracking very closely. In fact, our transhumanist editor, uh, Joe Allen, is actually in Pennsylvania, is that he has a machine in front of him. It's not a closed caption like you would watch TV and want it to be quiet while you were working on something else and have the closed caption. No, this is a machine that actually helps his brain think through. Without the machine, he can't understand human conversations. He can't engage with people. So we actually had, and we call it a cyborg, you actually had man-machine merger on that stage of the night. And the Democrats are saying they're all shocked about how awful he was and how he was just blurting out words. And, but that's because his brain is very damaged by his stroke. It will take him years to recover off of this. The Democrats put that out there because they don't mind manipulating people. You have a man-machine merger. And that's why I said what you saw was they malfunctioned. And I'm not trying to poke fun at Fetterman. Right. I think Fetterman is a very ill individual. People need to pray for his recovery. That's right. But you can't possibly, you saw that the other night in, yeah. the, in the media, how craven they are trying to spin it. You saw an individual that's very ill, but in no way can handle the give and take and theory and preparing uh, thrust of, a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of modern politics. Yeah. On that same night in Michigan, you had Tudor Dixon up against Whitmer. And in New York, you had Lee Zeldin against Kathy Hochul. Look, I think Dixon and, and, and Lee Zeldin crushed their opponents. Mm -hmm. And I am adamantly opposed to both the Democrats. But guess what? Those were heated debates with two different sides going back right. and forth, punching right. each other as you should to let the citizens of Michigan say, hey, look, I saw both. You know, maybe I like Hochul, maybe I like Zeldin. Mm -hmm. That's the American system. What you saw the other night was embarrassing. They should have stopped it in the first five minutes. Was it was a freak show where a proper guy. Wow that has a major brain, he has a serious brain problem, and the Democrats, this shows you how they don't care about people. What they, because of technically, they just got a game by the finish line with source money, and then what they're gonna do is have uh, somebody appoint him, appoint his wife as a senator. They have no intention. They hope Josh Shapiro wins the oh. governorship and appoint it. This is the, this, the same inhumanity they showed to the black community in Philadelphia is the same inhumanity they show on this control of Fetterman. But you, know, you just did this description. It sounds like also you just described Joe Biden. It's, I got to tell you, it is, uh, it is a very disturbing uh, with Biden. Now, he is the best thing that's ever happened to us, right? Because he's so awful and his polling so terrible. I mean, us as far as a movement, obviously terrible for the country. Hmm. But there's something... That's not right with Biden. It's obvious he's not up to, and they they talk about it openly in inside the White House. We know they're always very concerned. They want to keep him in closed in uh, in, mm -hmm. in very limited engagements with either the media or very limited engagements with other people. Look, it's very disturbing. But this is why November eighth so important. It's very important. On the evening of November eighth, if we do our jobs, and I mean get out every vote you possibly get out and secure the deal by making sure you volunteer to be a poll worker or something, make sure that we close this. The Biden presidency ends on the evening of November 8th. It's, mm. it's done. We had the House and the Senate. We had these governors. You have these fire breathers like Tudor Dixon and Kerry Lake. Uh, down in Georgia, you have Kemp, but you have Herschel Walker in the Senate. Mm -hmm. right? you'll, have, you'll have Oz and you'll have Mastriano as governor. If we do our job, the Biden administration ends, and that's what the stakes are. We have the opportunity to make it a two-year presidency because he will be impeached in the first quarter of next year with a new Congress. Wow. Listen, you I all, make it. sure you get out. Make sure you vote. Yes. The great Steve Bannon. Steve, Steve, you are the war room. You can watch it every day. Oh, DVR so you can go back and see oh, yes. what he has to say. We love you, Steve. Thank you I so love, much. By, the, by the way, and if I finally arrived. I'm going to talk to my agent now. said, you finally made it happen. I'm finally on Dominant Silk. I love you guys. We love you, you guys more. are amazing. You're a fresh voice. Uh, and I got to tell you, once again, thank you. And I don't think people know enough. The amazing work you did, the pressure you come under, the attacks, relentless attacks every day. So you're in everybody's prayers. Uh, you're an American treasure and just keep up the fight.
Oh, thank God you. Thank you. you so much. Thank we you. love you. Wow, incredible. what a great interview. Incredible. That was a great mm -hmm. interview with smiling ear to ear. Yeah. I just love a patriot that's fighting for the country. Mm -hmm. They know what they're fighting for. Yes. And compelling other people. You got to wake up. That's right. You you got to see this here. Mm -hmm. You got to fight, continue to fight uh, for this. That's right. So what a great conversation. Yes. Now listen, you all. We have another patriot that's going to be coming up. Alex Jones, uh -huh. we were able to have an intimate conversation with him. Yes. But before we even let you all see any of that, mm -hmm. let's go to commercial break. We'll be right back with more Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Don't forget about Grave Care, you all, where they break down health care barriers to save you time and money. Mm -hmm. Go to gravecare.com, use promo code TRUMP1 to sign up for your first bundle. If you're having problems when it comes to these hospitals, when it comes to these doctors, it's not just about the pandemic. It can be about anything. anything. Gravecare.com, use promo code TRUMP1 to receive a discount. Also, don't forget about the Hypochlorous Body Spray. Yes. If you want to keep pathogens, viruses, and bacteria at bay, Go to cbspray.com and get your hypochlorous spray. If you haven't gotten your potassium iodine, if you need hydroxychloroquine, or if you need ivermectin, go to drstellamd.com. Yes. And we've been talking about the circulatory system or how it affects and impacts everything. Go over there to the Dr. Artist Show mm -hmm. and pick up you something for that. Everything, use promo code TRUMP1. And don't forget about the My Coffee at MyStore.com. Use promo code TRUMP1. Don't forget about our book, Uprising, MyStore.com. Promo code TRUMP1. Don't forget about our bumper sticker and our t-shirt. Yes. It took 2,000 views to install one jackass. Mm -hmm. DiamondAndSoup.com. Use promo code TRUMP1 as well. Yeah. Wow, please yes. make sure you head over there to diamondandsixstore.com. Mm -hmm. Get you one of those t-shirts. Get you one of those bumper stickers. And make sure you use promo code TRUMP1. Because you know it took 2,000 mules to install <laughs> one jackass. <laughs> and this jackass is jacking this country yeah, yeah, up. he's got it all jacked up. Uh -huh. Listen, you all. So we have this intimate conversation with Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Hey, hey. I want y'all to take a look at this. He's a true American patriot still keeping us informed about the agenda mm -hmm. of the elites. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Alex Jones. Alex! Ladies, it's great to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Oh my God, first of all, thank you for being on. You know, let's just get started with this conversation. Mm -hmm. um, for, I know the past four to five years since we've been into this, you've been called all kinds of names but the one name that stick out is conspiracy theory theorists. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Mm -hmm. So how does it feel that your conspiracy theory has turned out to be the truth and you've been vindicated? How does that feel, Alex Jones? Well, it feels really bad because I was researching some of the big powerful corporations 30 years ago and discovered their plan for a one world government through the World Economic Forum that's controlled by the Bilderberg Group. And so the reason I was able to predict so much of what's come true and the reason I've become the number one enemy uh, after Trump by the globalists is because I've been studying their writings and their plans. And so we've been really successful thanks to folks like you and so many others out there to get the word out about the Great Reset and this whole globalist agenda to bring in a one world government, a cashless society, uh, forced inoculations, lockdowns. I was exposing that more than 15 years ago because it was in Rockefeller documents like Operation Lockstep. So really, I don't deserve a lot of credit other than uh, reading some books and researching what a lot of great people were warning of, including Ronald Reagan. When Ronald Reagan first ran for president back in 79, 80, he talked about the Trilateral Commission and the California relations and uh, how big corporations were working with communist China to establish a world government. Uh, and so that's really what we're up against is big, big woke corporations uh, using liberalism and, and leftist ideology as their control system uh, over the public or, or, or really their new religion. You know, in your mm -hmm. humble opinion, Alice, do you think that it's the corporations that have captured our country? This is, I just want you to give your opinion about it. Absolutely. I mean, there are millions of corporations in the world, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands in the U.S., and 99% of them are just regular businesses 
small businesses, medium-sized businesses, restaurants, car dealers, uh, salons, farms, ranches, auto parts places. Those are all very legitimate. And, and the Great Reset and, and the whole Build Back Better system was meant to shut them down during the lockdowns and begin to bankrupt Main Street uh, for Wall Street. And not all of Wall Street's bad either, but it's the Fortune 500 are owned and controlled uh, by less than six corporations, uh, BlackRock uh, and, of course, uh, uh, Vanguard and some of those others are, are owned by some of the richest families in the world, and they're the ones pushing the entire woke leftist agenda. That's why they own Hollywood. It, it, it's why you see one, one big message coming down on people. So it's less than 100 corporations controlled by less than six uh, large brokerage firms and central banks that have over 80% of the wealth worldwide. Grassroots mm. revolution of poor people who, who don't know that it's the elites that are destroying the middle class and that are waging war against our pipelines, our borders, our infrastructure under the cloud and pivot strategy to bring us to our knees so they can roll out a global ID and a global currency with a universal basic income. But they've got to bankrupt everybody basically. So everybody's forced on welfare, but it's going to be called a universal basic income but with that control, uh, they'll be able to dictate every facet of your life. And with these new uh, central bank digital currencies they're coming out with, they'll be able to program the tokens, how you can spend them, where you can spend them. They can devalue them. And they can do whatever they want. So it's, so it's, it, it's true high-tech slavery. Wow, high-tech slavery. So what do we need to do right. to stop this high-tech slavery? Uh -huh. Well, Klaus Schwab said three years ago that they would use the viral outbreak or almost three years ago to bring in a global vaccine passport that would then be the basis of the world ID that they would then have a carbon tax through, a universal uh, uh, basic income and a, and a uh, social credit score like that episode of Black Mirror that came out 10 years ago, but it's, it's real, where it monitors and tracks and controls and reports everything you do. And then if you're eating red meat or you're uh, owning guns uh, or you're doing things they don't like to come after you, just like Kanye West got kicked out of uh, Chase Bank with his $127 million he had in there just because of views they didn't like. Just like most gun shops I know, can't even hardly get credit card processing anymore. All the harassment we've seen in debanking of conservatives and populists and nationalists and people who care about freedom, that is what's being rolled out by PayPal, the $2,500 fines. If they don't like something you say off yeah. the platform, so it's the next level of the censorship and control. But what about Alex? You know, we are a constitutional republic. We have constitutional laws. Right. Is this a violation of our constitutional rights, our First Amendment? Because they, to me, in my humble opinion, a lot of these corporations are acting on behalf of this Biden's regime. Right. They're going along with their policies. They're going along with their thing, not equality, but equity. So because they are operating and acting on behalf of this government, Aren't they violating our First Amendment rights? You're absolutely right. And here's a great example of that. They claim, well, these are big corporations, so they can decide what speech is on their platform. But under Section 230, Google, Facebook, Twitter, all of them are given immunity because they're seen as a utility. And it's not AT&T's fault that somebody does a death threat over a landline or over an AT&T cell phone. Well, it's, 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 it's not their fault on Twitter or Facebook. If somebody says something that's illegal, the, the police prosecute and go after that person. They don't blame the message board. They don't blame the, the forum. But what's illegal that the uh, uh, big uh, five tech companies have done, as we now know, they colluded with Obama, and then behind Trump's back it's come out, and then now with Biden, to have government officials literally in live time, the State Department, the CIA, this is the mainstream news now, sending messages to big tech on what to censor. There's also a public-private partnership with the New York Times and CNN and over 150 other newspapers also uh, can actually censor people on Twitter, Facebook, uh, or on Google or other platforms. So they're actually surveilling you and censoring you. And the World Economic Forum today released a press release. It's on Infowars.com and said, we want public-private partnerships with the UN, the WEF, and corporations and legacy media to go out and shut down the independent new media that, that's kicking their butts but it, uh, there's there's there, there's many many other examples of how this works but it's illegal to have a select group of corporations old dying media 
with the dinosaur media and big tech, with governments and corporations strategically going out and censoring whole groups of people. So first it's Alex Jones, and then it's Donald Trump. And of course, then it's, you, know, you guys got censored before Trump did, and then it's everybody and it's across the board. And that's the universal credit score that they already have in place in China, where you physically can't type certain things on a text message. And they're now calling for surveilling our text messages and our emails. It turns out Google's doing that as well. So you can't have government collusion with corporations to censor the people. That is the definition of totalitarianism. In your humble opinion, do you think China has already captured our country and we just like sitting pawns? Well, that's the term they use. Yes, it's called elite capture. And it's a, it's a term that's 200 years old from the British Empire. Where the British Empire could have 5,000 troops in India and control 300 million people that were there then. It's now a billion, 300 million. But, but how did you have 5,000 troops uh, controlling uh, 300 million people? They were able to do it because they went and bought off the leaders and went the tribal chiefs, local sultans, the bosses, and then played different groups off against each other, like we see with the left today, old-fashioned divide and conquer, that, that the British didn't invent. They just controlled the biggest empire in history with it, uh, with you know, just tiny forces, but they used social control. And of course, the Romans used divide and conquer. So the symbol of Rome is a bundle of sticks chopped off, tied together with a hatchet on the top. All the countries they enslaved are the sticks tied together, and Rome's the hatchet, the threat of violence on the top. And so th this is all divide and conquer strategies that they're using against us, and, and, and it's, it's all illegal. And a great example of what you raised, the good news, I know you were against the shots uh, that were unproven and weren't really vaccines, and you guys were against the force mandates that violated the code. Well, now we have federal and state courts years later ruling in New York and California and other places that was illegal to fire nurses and fire firefighters and police and school teachers. Now they've been ordered their back pay by courts. They've been ordered they be reinstated. But what about all the people that got bullied, basically raped medically by this experimental shot or those that got sick and those that died? We know from insurance actuaries that there's been a lot of death and a lot of illness. They can't deny that now. So our governments, under World Economic Forum directives and the UN implemented, whether you're in Australia or the US, Germany or France, it, it was the same program. And just last month, the head of information at the UN went on C-SPAN, people can find the clip, and said, we work with Google to censor everybody we want to. They question climate change being man-made, they question open borders, they question election fraud, and they question the vaccines or lockdowns. And so the UN is officially in control of the corporate media and is calling the shots. That, my friends, is how we've been captured by an allied consortium of communist China, big tech, the big banks, uh, and uh, the uh, large pharmaceutical companies all get together at these globalist meetings, decide on the policy. It's put out by the World Health Organization and the Davos Group, and then it becomes de facto law. But the courts are saying words like, this is tyrannical, this is illegal. The Supreme Court in New York uh, called it criminal, called it authoritarian, because that's bizarre. And, and so we, the good news is we recognized it. People stood up. We're saying no. They were trying to use the lockdowns and the fear to keep us basically locked down forever to consolidate power and get full control. And, and a lot of people got sick. A lot of kids got hurt wearing the mask. But but at least America's waking up and so is the rest of the world. And that is in large part thanks to you guys. Alex, Thank you. how do we get our country back? How? We do not want to lose our country to this type of tyranny. We didn't sign up for this. We were born on this soil. We want to obtain the American dream. Yeah. How do we as Americans come together to get our country back and control from these people that seek to destroy us and the country? Well, it's exactly what you're doing. Uh, the, 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 the globalists think we're stupid. And they write all these books and these government reports and these white papers bragging how they're setting up a corporate world government, how they're bringing in censorship, how they're bringing in control. And then a lot of people join them knowing it's real for the power they're going to get. So there's really four groups of people, people that are the rulers who are corrupt and out of control. Uh, there are people that know they're the rulers and join them because they're mercenaries. Then there are people that aren't awake and are just being manipulated and used. And then there are those of us that are awake and that are fighting back. And as our numbers, it was maybe 3% started the Revolutionary War 250 years ago in this country. By the end of the war, around 15% were on our side. But we had right on our side 
We persevered. George Washington lost almost all the battles the first five years, but he persevered. And so if we identify the globalists and who they are and what they're doing, we probably got 35% of people, 40% now, that are awake to the new world order, the Great Reset, and, and the whole globalist uh, corporate fascist uh, uh, agenda. And so we have more than enough if we just don't comply. Civil disobedience, uh, supporting independent media, speaking out ourselves, uh, you know, donating to you know uh, causes that are fighting for freedom, uh, basically uh, protesting with your dollars and, and then voting and, and getting engaged and fighting back. And of course they're gonna try to steal it and then we'll expose them. And, and so it, it, it's really a struggle and, and a process of we the people, the real grassroots, the real rebels against the globalists. The left aren't the rebels, they're not the counterculture. They are the establishment sycophants working with the power elite. Now, there are great people like Donald Trump that are wealthy and there are you know, great judges and great lawyers and there are great people out there that can help be leaders. But at the end of the day, just like you guys saw stuff that was wrong, you stepped up and now you reach millions and millions of people a day it's the same thing, and they try to censor you. More people step up, and just that fighting spirit cannot cannot be stopped. So I just want to encourage your viewers: you know, be the next diamond in silk. You know, take action, and, and and you'll you'll have a great effect. Whether you reach a thousand people, or a fifty million, or a hundred million, like diamonds and silk reach. At the end of the day, it's about the resistance and not laying down. And then others are going to see that, and they're not going to comply. Just like they're having to lift the vaccine mandates. Just like they're having to reinstate people. Now we need criminal charges against Fauci and Daszak and Bill Gates and the and Tedros at the World Health Organization that knew what they did, the document show. And, and, and like Senator Paul says, we need criminal investigations of gain of function. They admit at Boston University, the same people, Fauci and Daszak, have created a new COVID that doesn't kill 1% of people, but kills 80% of yeah. people at that lab. That needs to stop right now. Yeah. And these scientists need to know that we're watching Wow. And they're doing it off the backs of American tax dollars. They're using our tax dollars to do this. Wow. It's, you it's, know? It's, go, go ahead, Sip. You had a question. Yeah, I was going to ask a question. Well, I was just going to say something, you know, uh, just piggybacking on everything that you said, uh, Mr. Jones. Uh, I came across this quote here, and it says, when you tear out a man's tongue, you are not proving him a liar. You are only telling the world that you fear what he might say. And first thing I want to apologize to you, Mr. Alex Jones, because at the beginning of everything, <clears throat> one thing we didn't understand was the media. Right. Okay. The media put a lot of different nuggets and, and propaganda and labels yeah, out there. And they tell us what those labels mean. And we see, we, 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 uh, tend to believe them because that's all we see or that's all we saw. Mm -hmm. But now as we go through this ourselves as Diamond and Silk, or was going through this ourselves as Diamond and Silk, and so how they began to call us what they were calling you, and how they began to censor us, and it's like, what you, whatever you say does not mean anything, you don't get a right to say it, we're like, wait a minute, something is wrong here, this is fake news. So I want to first apologize for not even believing you at the beginning, but I want to recognize that Alice Jones was right. Yep. Alice Jones was right. I don't care how you slice it, dice it, flip it up, or rub it down. Alice Jones was right. I mean, and what we got to do as a country, as a people, is stop playing the games to the left or to this, this corporate media that they want us to play be distracted and deflected from. And we have to go within and do our own research. That's right. Educate ourselves. Instead of looking at the rug and how pretty the rug may be, we need to lift up the rug, remove the rug, and see all the dirt underneath the rug right. so we can understand what's going on. Right. So, and, and what they do is they label yes. and they say conspiracy theory and you get scared because, oh, I don't want to be tied to that. Right. Only to be called that when you can call out some stuff too. Wait right. a minute. This is what could be happening or when you're asking questions. So we all know that Alex Jones was right. Yes. Nobody will take the credit for that. I didn't hear Ronald Reagan. I heard you. I heard you. Say a lot of things that we were perplexed by, but now we are like, oh my God. Yeah. 
Alex Jones will write. Right. One more thing, one more thing. You got a book out called The Great Reset. Tell us about the book. Absolutely. There are a lot of good books on The Great Reset. That's, that's what this whole corporate fascist system using communism at the grassroots is. It's, it's, it's full of quotes by top globalists like Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and Yuval Noah Harari. It, it's, it's been number one book in the world off and on uh, on Amazon the last two months. Uh, the audio book for it is out. People can get signed copies at Infowars.com. And I just want folks to know, just because you're tuned in to Diamond and Silk, just because you guys know what's going on, the public's ready to awaken. So tell folks about their show. Share their show. My show's still on the air, 11 a.m to 3 p.m. Central every day. I'm on vacation with my family right now, but I'm back tomorrow. Infowars.com. The show is there. The Forbidden Show is there. And with the censorship, you've got to be able to get back to our own platforms. Yeah. And our own. That's what they fear about Infowars, is we have our own servers, our own satellite uplinks, our own systems. They forced us to get, they've been censoring us for 10 years, but they really came down on us four years ago with the deplatforming. And I warn people, it's going to be everybody else. Not because I was that smart, I read a UN document that was on their website five years ago saying, we're going to take Julian Assange off the internet, WikiLeaks, so we're going to take Alex Jones off. And when the left and right don't defend them, they'll all fall like dominoes. So again, 99% of what I do is covering what they actually say. But like you said earlier, they say it all over here, but never put it on the news so the public doesn't see it. So they're up here like they're at the adult table at Thanksgiving, and we're over here like kids at the little table. I'm saying we only need to go over and eavesdrop at the big table and actually see what they're writing and what they're saying and what they're doing. And that's why I've learned, you think you know how media lies, not until you're really famous and it's happened to you guys, you see the whole cloth make up some new thing. It's like a quilt, a little piece here, a little piece yeah. there, and sew it all together. And it's not even what you said. And then they beat you over the head with it. And then they have a show trial. And then they say you owe 2.75 trillion. I don't have $3 million. So, so it's all over the top. Two men can have a baby. Uh, you know, all the communism is great. They're just hammering us and gaslighting us, trying yeah. to more us to give us and, and, and get us to give up. But the good news is everybody I know isn't giving up. They're getting madder and more informed. And we're going to, I think, a huge Republican landslide that will override the, the uh, Democrat fraud. And, and if you notice this, they've been doing both lately. They're saying you can't say there's ever election fraud as a Republican. It's illegal. You know, you're a terrorist. But the Democrats are everywhere saying Republicans are about to steal this election. So everything they do is is just hypocritical. Yeah. And like you said, the rug has been pulled back, and we're seeing the dirt and the corruption there for everybody. It is filthy. Yeah, too. it is. Yeah. You all, Alex Jones, please don't forget to go over there watch Infowars. Alex, thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it, and we love you. I love you, too. You, you ladies are awesome and beautiful. Please come on my show next week if you can. Okay, right. yes, yes, we will. God bless you. God bless you. Wow, what an awesome interview. Incredible. I, I'm just, listen, y'all don't try to downplay people uh -huh. that have information. That's and right. the one thing I love that Alex Jones said, he will read the information. Uh -huh. How you gonna call somebody a conspiracy theory that read the information on paper? Uh -huh. The people wrote Doing this research. on paper. Yeah. He's doing his research. Yeah. But then you want to call them names. Uh -huh. Thank you, Mr. Alex Jones. What a great interview. That's right. We do have another one, you all. Oh, she's a true patriot. And she's a fighter for the country, you mm -hmm. all. And for her constituents, you all. And y'all know who it is, Miss mm -hmm. Margie Taylor Green. We were able to talk to her. Yes. Take a look at this. She's a Christian mother, American business owner, and Congresswoman representing Georgia's 14th District. Please welcome to the show, Miss Margie Taylor Green. Margie. Hi, thanks for having me on today, ladies. Oh, Hi. thank you for being on the show. Yes. So let's just jump right into this conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, was it yesterday, I believe, I heard that you were swatted again. Um, why aren't these people being arrested for actually calling the police making false reports well you're asking the same question that i'm asking yes it was it was actually tuesday night of this week uh that i was swatted for the sixth time that that is the sixth time um and it's the same people that are upset about the bill that i introduced the protect children's innocence bill um this bill would make it a felony to to perform genital mutilation surgeries on children under the age of 18 and they, the people that have been swatting my house 
uh, call themselves child trans activists. And so they're upset because I would end the child abuse that they, they support. Um, but it's the sixth time and we're not sure why they haven't been caught, but they seem to be very, very smart about how to make these types of calls. They're not calling in on a telephone. They're calling in through a chat system and they're using uh, hotlines like the VA suicide hotline, for example. And so they type in their call. So they're coming through their computer um, and it's difficult to trace their IP address because they're using a VPN, which masks their identity. Um, but you see another thing though, ladies, is the Department of is uh, in charge of the investigation. The local FBI that are working on it, I think, I think they're doing a good job. But um, these people need to be caught. Because yeah. here's the truth. The, my local police officers are fantastic. I support them and they support me. So these calls keep coming in, but they're not, the police are not going to hurt me. They're, they have to come to my house. They check on me. They're doing their job. But at the same time, the people that continue to make these swatting calls are drastically wasting, wasting our local police officers' time and resources. Yeah. And that's the real issue here. It surely is. Especially if they're smart enough to hide their numbers, to hide their identity. That lets me know that this is a little deeper than just somebody just on the street. Uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh. Let me ask you this here. You know, the other day Biden tweeted out about you accepting the PPP law. And I want to just ask you this question. Do you think that Biden is intentionally trying to put a target on your back? Because, you know, Margie, I looked at it. I'm, I looked at it from just an American citizen. If he's supposed to be the leader, mm -hmm. you don't take and tweak nothing out there to, to hundreds of millions of people because it, it allows the left or people on the left or crazy vile people to put a target on your oh, back yeah. or to target you. What do you think? I, I really don't know, but I haven't thought of it that way. But this is how they treated President Trump. They attacked him and lied about him relentlessly. And, you know, and I think that's what they're doing to me. They're they're making me their top target because they know I won't back down. They know that I will continue to fight and fight on behalf of the American people. And that scares them. They're terrified of people like President Trump and myself because they know that we can't be bought. We can't be paid off. And, and they know that we will keep coming and that we mean every single word that we say. I mean, everything I say, and I'm very much looking forward to January when Republicans take back the House and, and I can start putting my words into action. So I think that's why Joe Biden is attacking me because I introduced articles of impeachment on him literally the day he was inaugurated because of the crimes that he is guilty of with his son, Hunter Biden. Mm. They're very, very corrupt and never forget 10% for the big guy. And we will be exposing that in investigations uh, in this next Congress. And we are all looking forward to it. You mentioned our wonderful, beautiful Mr. President Donald J. Trump. Yes. Listen, I'm hearing rumors. Uh -huh. uh, uh, how do you feel about being his running mate? Well, if, if that is something that, that comes to play, I'll take it very seriously. That would be something I would consider. You know, my number one focus is saving America. And if that's any, any way I can do that, I am all in to do it. But we're really focused on November 8th. That is the biggest yeah. issue. We, we are very close to November 8th. And so I've been working hard here in Georgia, supporting every single Republican on our ballot. Um, working very hard for Herschel Walker. We need yeah. to get into the Senate. Um, I'm also, I've also been traveling the country, supporting America First candidates, uh, Trump-endorsed candidates, and I'm looking forward to the next Trump rallies that are going to be coming up before the election. Well, I love it. And you're mentioning the election. Let's talk about Herschel for a moment. You know, I see it's in the news. Another woman's come forth about some allegations about him paying for an abortion or whatever, whatever. And I don't want us to be distracted. Mm -hmm. But Margie, why does issues like this come up on men that are, all they're doing is running for office? You never really hear about this with the ones on the left. It's always that the ones on the right are targeted with this, with, with, with foolery mm -hmm. and, and, and they get us distracted. What are they trying to do here? Why are they trying to distract us like this? 
Well, the Democrats see Herschel Walker as a real threat because he has a very good chance of beating Raphael Warnock. And we're seeing that in the polls. And here in Georgia, we feel the momentum on the ground. Mm -hmm. Warnock, he has voted nearly 100% of the time with Joe Biden. So this high inflation that is crippling people here in Georgia, especially senior citizens or people that are on a fixed income, this inflation is crushing them. And they're trying to choose between buying food at the grocery store and being able to pay their rent. And see, that's what Raphael Warnock has done to Georgia, not Herschel Walker. And the crime that's out of control. Did y'all know that Atlanta is, is, has a higher crime rate and higher murder rate than Detroit and Chicago? So mm. Mayor Beetlejuice up there, she, she's actually doing better than our, than our city down here um, in Atlanta. Atlanta mm. is out of control. But those are the Democrat policies of Raphael Warnock. And the, and the district attorney down there in Fulton County, Miss Bonnie Willis, that is all interested on in her, um, you know, Trump derangement syndrome uh, investigations that mm -hmm. she's doing with President Trump for the election of 2020. You see, those are the Democrat policies of Raphael Warnock. And oh. see, yeah, this is this is what's happening. So while they're attacking Herschel Walker, they people here in Georgia, we are a lot smarter. We know that all of the crime, the high inflation, the deadly fentanyl that's killing 300 Americans today, guess what? That's all Raphael Warnock and Joe Biden and the rest of the Democrats. And so these attacks are going to come in hard and heavy on Herschel Walker, but we are focused on, on getting him across the line because we know he will not vote like, like Raphael Warnock and vote for Joe Biden garbage. He's going to be voting Republican policies and helping to put America first. So that's right. what we're on. Right, right, so, right. Uh, how is uh, Mr. Kemp coming along there uh, in, in Georgia uh, against Stacey Abrams? Well, you know, Stacey, she still thinks that she's governor. You know how they say, they call all of us election deniers, right? Yeah. We're election deniers. But Stacey Abrams is the chief election denier. She uh -huh. is... Um, just like she thinks that she's president of the earth. She is She is the queen election denier, along with Hillary Clinton and, you know, many other Democrats. So, so listen, though, Georgia is not going to be voting for Stacey Abrams. Governor Kemp is polling very well. He's, okay. he's points ahead of her. We feel very confident in our governor's race um, with Governor Kemp winning. And we are very confident Stacey Abrams will not be governor of Georgia. Again, she'll be a two-time loser, and we can't wait to see that happen, but we're we're working hard for Herschel Walker because that race is uh -huh. naked, and there's a third-party candidate, a libertarian in the race, um, that may push it into a runoff, so we'll see what happens after November 8th. Wow. Real quick, um, my last question to you. I remember when we last talked and spoke with you, uh, there was an issue with the mask wearing there uh, in Congress and uh, or with Nancy Pelosi. And I know that she was holding your money or or fining you or something. Is that still going on right now today? Are they she still taking money from you? Or well, not no. you? Or how yeah, they, yeah, we don't have to wear masks anymore. Um, they finally came to their senses and, and stopped playing the game, the mask game. Okay. Because the truth is they were you know, unless it's an N95, it doesn't do anything. And people wearing these thin cloth masks or, or a piece of paper really strapped across their ears like rubber bands, those never did anything to begin with anyways. Uh, they were mainly basically like torture devices. And, and, and I think they're a violation of our freedom of speech. They don't stop the spread of any kind of illness. They just, they're, it's like a muzzle. It's like forcing you to wear something you don't want to wear. Um, you know, and so I fought that really hard. I didn't wear a mask, um, but I did it on the House floor, even though I got fined over $100,000 in mask fines. But the reason why I did it is because there were so many kids in school being forced to wear masks, um, and children should have never, ever been masked. You know, we'll never forget those videos we saw of little toddlers like in daycare um, being forced to put masks, and they would cry and take them off. And they'd put them back on and they would cry and they'd pull them off. Um, that's basically child abuse. Yeah. So yes, I, I thought that I believe in putting my, my words into action. So I, I didn't wear a mask and Nancy Pelosi fined me over $100,000 um, 
out of out of my paycheck, but it's the taxpayer taxpayers' money anyway. So I thought it was worth the fight. Wow. Well, as a taxpayer, I believe that you need to get your money, your hundred thousand dollars worth of fines, or you need to get that back. Yeah. Plus interest. Okay, because you seem to be doing more than they are for we, the American people. Right. And right now you need to be getting your, your monthly check or whatever you're supposed to get because you're working on behalf of the American people, not on behalf of Nancy Pelosi. That's right. Thank Margie, you. <laughs> Margie Taylor Gray, listen, we love you so much over yes. here. Keep up the fight. Now promise us this, that when the Republicans take back the House and the Senate, that they do something and they hold these people accountable, accountable because we as the American people can feel the effect. We can feel the effect that butter was a dollar seventy nine cent uh -huh. about a week or so ago. Now it's up to four dollars and ninety nine cent. Yeah, the eggs was four dollars a carton. Now it's seven dollars a carton. We can feel this. We can see this. And it's time to put a stop to this foolishness. Well, I, oh my gosh, one hundred percent. That that is isn't that shameful. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's criminal what they've done to people. People can't afford this. It's awful. Right. I want to say something else for the two of you. You all are, both of you are so popular and people love you, absolutely adore you, adore your, sh your show, adore your message, adore your fight. Um, but you've been attacked by big tech. Oh, yeah. And both of you have been silenced. You've been censored, shadow banned, um, almost into where we can't even see you anymore. Um, I'm looking forward to holding Big Tech accountable for that. And oh. let's, we want to work very hard to hold Big Tech accountable where conservative voices and shows like yours can't be hidden from the public's eye because the public definitely wants to hear from Diamond and Silk. So that is something I can tell you we'll be doing in the next Congress. Oh, wow. thank you, Margie Taylor Green. Thank you. Thank you, and thank you so much for being on the show. We love you. Thank you. It's good That's to see that. you. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. So these yeah. are great interviews. Amazing. Listen, you all. Yes. We got to go. We got to go. Every day at 1121 a.m. Eastern uh -huh. Standard Time, we pray for you. I hope you're praying for us. Prayer changes things. Pray for President Donald J. Trump. Pray for his family. Yes. Pray for this country. Mm -hmm. We need you to stay in prayer mode. That's right. <laughs> hey! Hey! We were just coming to give y'all the 211. We call it the 211 because it's two of and us. And we're the ones giving it to you. So in the meantime and in between time, we will see you all next time right here on Diamond and Silk Chit Chat Live. Bye-bye. Bye. You're watching Lindell TV. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and in light of the recent events, your continued support means everything to myself and my employees. To thank you for having the biggest sale ever on all my pillow bedding. Get my pillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98. In this economy, instead of buying a new bed, rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles, like plush, waffle, or gossamer, for as low as $29.98. We even have pet blankets from small size to the ones for your car. Get huge discounts on duvets, quilts, down comforters, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding, including MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping in while quantities last. Please order now. Hey, y'all. Hey. We're Diamond and Silk. Mm -hmm. We heard y'all been looking for us. That's what we heard. Well, let me tell you where you can find us. Tell You can now find us on Frank's Speech, Monday through Friday, 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh -huh. That's frankspeech.com. We want to see your face in a place.